Tasty Wine Taste Podcast. Welcome everybody to the new episode of the Wine Taste Podcast. This is Antonello Biancalana, as usual, talking about wine for the next 10 minutes or so. Month end, we are about at the end of September, so it is the time to talk about wine again, and of course about the best wine that we tasted during this month. Many wines have been poured in our glasses as usual, many excellent wines of course, and you know, we need to pick one and to make the decision what wine will be the best for each month. We are going to talk about Lombardy again, so Italy, and we are going to talk about sparkling wines, so bubbles. So, in case many of you are going to think about the most popular area in which sparkling wines are made in Lombardy, well, no, not this time. This is not the case. We are going to talk another area, and uh, the area is Hotel Paul Pavese. In my opinion, one of the most underrated wine areas of Lombardy, the potentials are quite high. Not all the wineries, indeed, are showing to take advantage of these potentials, but you know, there are exceptions and it is the case of the wine that we are going to talk about in this episode of our podcast. The winery that we are going to talk about is Balabio. We are in Castello, province of Pavia, so Oltrepo Pavese. And for the listeners who do not know where the Oltrepo Pavese is in Lombardy, you should consider it's south from Milan and close to the Emilia-Romagna region. So this is one of the historical wine areas of Lombardy. It is a matter of fact that in the past, Oltrepo Pavese was the main provider for uh, Milan in terms of wines, of course, and uh, since then they continue to represent one of the most interesting wine area of the regions and, of course, they still do that even today. We are going, like I said, to talk about the sparkling wine and the wineries Balabio and the best wine for September 2017 is Farfalla Zero Dosage, no vintage, so like the French says, sans année. Let me say that Farfalla is Italian for butterfly, so this is a lovely name and probably quite appropriate for the wine that we are going to talk about. I should say, before talking about wine, that Balabio is uh, one of the most historical wineries of this region and Oltrepo Pavese too, of course. In fact, uh, it was established in 1905, so at the beginning of the past century, by Angelo Balabio, a man who was committed in making good wines, and today the winery is run by Nevelli family, in particular by Filippo Nevelli, who is probably the leading figure running the winery. Balabio Winery also benefits of the help of one of the greatest winemakers that we have in Italy, well-known winemaker, who proved many, many times to make great wines, and I'm talking about Carlo Casavecchia, a name that many of you probably know, and his professional career was mainly associated to Sicily as this winemaker, working for a very long time in this main Italian island, in which was one of the leading figures for the launch of one of the wines I love the most, and this, this wine is Marsala. Not only Marsala, of course, because in the 
this region, Carlo Casavecchia also made astonishing table wines, red wines in particular, and white wine as well. After the end of his working experience in Sicily, Carlo Casavecchia went to Lombardy, near his home region, Piedmont. Carlo Casavecchia was born in the Lange area, and probably many of you know about this region, and also in Lombardy, as proved to be the great winemaker that we know about. This time he is working and making sparkling wines, and the result is absolutely incredible. Also, thanks to the work and ideas of the Balabia winery, but of course, the competent and expertise of Carlo Casavecchia made a difference for sure. Let's talk about the wine. So, Farfalla Zero Dosage. Let me explain, first of all, the reason why this sparkling wine is a non-vintage or sonsonnet, like the French would say. The reason is quite simple. In this winery, they usually add to their cuvee, so the base wine that we will undergo a second refermentation in battle, they usually add a good amount of past vintages, and in case of Farfalla Zero Dosai, this quantity may also be up to 30% of older vintages, and these vintages have been aged in magnum bottles, so in large bottles. This also means that the wine cannot be millesime, so it is a non-vintage wine, and this explains the reason why. However, by adding those old vintages means having a more complex wine, however elegant, and you can tell by tasting this wine. Another characteristic of this Farfalla Zero Dosage is the grape used for its making. Technically speaking, may be defined as a Blanc de Noir, so white wine made from black grapes, and this is the case because this wine is 100% Pinot Noir, one of the blackberry grapes I like the most. And in this specific case, they are using the clone 386 also known as Pinot Moret. This particular clone is a well-known grape user for the making of excellent sparkling wines, classic method sparkling wine, as it has proved to be an excellent uh, sparkling wine maker also in other areas of Europe and of course Balabio too. The base wine, or the cuvee, like the French would say, is made of the wine of the current vintage to which it is added in springtime, up to 30% of older vintages, and then it undergoes a secondary refermentation in bottle, as well as the aging, of course, and this may take many years before the wine is disgorged. It must say this one is a zero dosage, that means no sugar added. In fact, the bottle when it has been disgorged, has been refilled with the very same wine, so no trick, and what you are going to taste is just the wine that aged and developed in its bottle. So, very special wine, there are a lot of premises to tell this is going to be a lovely and excellent wine, and this is the case. Okay, let's ideally pour the wine in our glasses and start the tasting, and beginning from the appearance of the wine. The color, first of all, it has a brilliant straw yellow. This is quite normal, as the wine is made of Pinot Noir, so we, of course, expect deeper nuances in the glass. And this is the case. 
Nuances too are very deep and confirming the yellow stroke color. As for the effervescency, the wine has very, very teeny and lovely bubbles chaining one after another in the glass and the foam, a very creamy foam. So on this regard, the premises on the appearance are absolutely beautiful. As for the nose, let's hold the glass in vertical position and assess the opening. We perceive aromas of apple, breadcrust and other, and it should be said that apple, as well as raspberry, are aromas that we usually find in Pinot Noir Clone 386, so this seems to confirm the presence of this clone for the making of this wine. Swirl the glass now, and the profile of this wine is completed by pear, plum. The wine has beautiful citrus fruits aromas in particular, tangerine, bergamot, grapefruit, raspberry, like we already said, and the complexity of the wine is expressed by yeast, honey, hazelnut, and a bread crust, like we already said. The wine is absolutely elegant, one aroma after another, very balanced, so no aroma are going to cover another one, so the nose is absolutely clean, perfect, intense, with no fault at all. This does not mean that the wine is, like to say, a standard wine with common aromas. On the contrary, the wine is complex, absolutely elegant, with fresh and vivid aromas, including complexity, but everything is in its place, one aroma after another, no fault, nothing seems to be wrong in the nose of this wine. So, an absolutely incredible nose, beautiful nose, a pleasure to smell too. Let's now taste the wine, take the first sip and assess the attack of the wine. Body is the first thing that you, of course, perceive in the mouth, after all, this is Pinot Noir, so a wine like that certainly has a fuller body than other sparkling wines, and besides that, you can perceive effervescency, the bubbles are absolutely creamy in your mouth, you can tell these tiny bubbles are not disturbing the rest of the tastes, you, of course, perceive crispness, a very, very, very vibrant crispness, and also confirming the good quality of this wine, well balanced by the warmth of alcohol, the roundness given by time, but it is crispness to lead all the tasting in your mouth. You can perceive clean flavors of apple, grapefruit, raspberry, pear, absolutely correspondent to the nose. When we swallow the wine, and then we are in the final phase of the tasting, the finish is very, very long, with long flavors of apple, grapefruit, and raspberry again, but you still perceive a beautiful crispness, this acidity, a mouth-watering acidity, inviting you to enjoy another sip of this beautiful wine, and roundness Everything in this wine seems to be at the right place, at the right time. So, a lovely wine also in the end. Very long finish. And this certainly makes a very elegant and classy sparkling wine. A beautiful wine. The wine taste five diamonds. And, of course, best wine for September 2017. Okay, my two minutes are over to tell the truth. 
I went so far than 10 minutes, but when we are talking about a lovely wine, an excellent wine, it is a pleasure to talk about them. So let me send my congratulations to Balabio Winery, Nevelli family and Filippo Nevelli, of course, not to mention winemaker Carlo Casavecchia for this beautiful result, excellent wine. Like I said, the wine taste five diamonds, best wine for September 2017. Last but not the least, let me thank you all for listening to our podcast. You are so many at each episode and we are very happy for that. Thank you for joining our podcast at each episode. And let me wish you all to have a good wine in moderation, provided it is always a good wine, of course, just like a glass of Farfalla Zero Dosage from Balabio. The Wine Taste Podcast.